actually accompanying a friend to her abortion. So that is what I'm doing. Shit. That's kind of a heavy fucking situation. Is it really? I mean, I feel like people say that it's a huge deal, but how big a deal are these things actually? I don't know. Right, yeah, it's just an abortion. That's silly. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Boys Watching Girls. We're just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I'm Vance. And we just got finished watching episode two of Girls. We're going through every episode. We're doing a little recap after every episode because, you know, we're two pop culture junkies and we... We wanted to expose ourselves to something that we've never experienced before, we, and neither of us have seen Girls, and we're going through every single episode of Girls. Yeah, it's the, the phenomenon that was Girls. Yeah, we wanted to do something culturally important, and I remember, we both remember, and I feel like everybody remembers, there was a lot of talk around this show, yeah. so we wanted to go through it, and today's episode that we just finished watching is episode two. Episode two is titled Vagina Panic. Vagina Panic. Vagina Panic. Getting right into it. It's directed by Lena Dunham, written by Lena Dunham. It first aired April 22nd, 2012 with 0.858 million viewers. So 850,000 viewers. And this is a follow-up question. Was that more the same as last of the pilot? It is less than the less pilot. than the pilot. Okay. Less than the pilot. Okay. Uh, Vance, what are you? What are your feelings after this first? First reactions to we literally just finished watching this. We walked over to where we record this and immediately started recording. What are your first thoughts? I'm surprised it ended where it ended up. Same. Um, I thought it. It ended with one of those cliffhangers that you didn't. I didn't expect from like. It wasn't a powerful. It was like okay, where's the next couple scenes before this ends? Yeah. Um, it felt incomplete. It felt incomplete. Yeah, and I felt like the pilot, being the pilot, wrapped up itself really well. Yeah, it wrapped up. It had a good like button. It. Uh, you got a good sense of what the show is going to be. Yeah. Uh, this one, I was just like, oh, it's over. Yeah, it was like okay, this is. It? Yeah. yeah. Um, overall, the episodes a little hitter. It's a little <laughs> miss. It's a miss for me. This one's yeah. a miss for me. Uh, but it's it's they're dealing with some subject matter that's like you know it's not it's important subject it's important matter subject matter. But I don't know the way they approach it and just that opening scene. I think we just gotta go from the <laughs> yeah. Beginning. All right. Well, we're gonna get in basically scene by scene. Of this episode as well as we can remember it. Uh, but episode two, right from the get-go. First thing you see, Lena Dunham, fucking Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Hannah, fucking Adam. Uh, Hannah's her character's name. And boy, is Adam Driver a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, he's going... Uh, you, you always can tell the HBO show when they're just going in hardcore with the... Uh... The, the sex talk and dirty sex talk which yeah. just starts out and we're we kind of left off where the couch was where she he wanted her to turn over mm-hmm. and it was a little more tamer on the couch he just wanted her to just follow directions and yeah. she wanted a small talk this one was him trying to live out a fantasy that yeah. is disturbing regardless of what you know yeah it was just like so detailed too kidnapping like, pedophilia kidnap- like, he's like you're 11 i saw you on the street you're a junkie yeah and i kidnapped you and now and he's just like pushing her face away and stuff yeah it was so uncomfortable to watch 
I just yeah. They're but, well, also they're having like a full conversation while they're having sex. Yeah, she's fully on. And this is what I realized from this episode that I didn't get from the pilot because I only know Lena Dunham from just like being a interviews celebrity. and stuff like yeah. that, uh, and being a celebrity and being being Lena Dunham. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Lena Dunham's gonna be herself, but in this show, she's kind of more of a passive yeah. person altogether. Like she later mentions she's only had sex with like two and a half people or something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, this is why she's how she is yeah that's what like what i wrote down is like why would anyone continue to like go over to this guy's house because it's so grimy and awful like their their sex and their conversations is just so terrible yeah this is this isn't her like safe place but this is her like her hookup that she knows she can get yeah well it's like i don't even know why she's hooked like I wrote down, I don't know why she comes back to to his place because it's like she doesn't seem to enjoy it. Like it seems like she's she said like, oh, I almost came. Yeah. Maybe I mean before the the in the these characters' lives before the show started, maybe he uh, was a sexual dynamo and was like giving her the good fucking business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that that takes us to the next scene, which we see Marnie with her, with yeah. her boyfriend, and they're having the complete opposite experience, and it's the most passive, yeah, like He's missionary style, not moving yeah. really. And she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna bend over. I want you to do me doggy yeah. style." And then, she, and then he's doing it, and he's just like, "Not." Yeah. Not, well, they also have like an argument about like, why, like well, you hate doggy style. Why do you want to do doggy style? She's like, I don't hate doggy style. Blah blah blah. You said it makes you look like feel like a piggy bank. She said it makes me look like a piggy bank or yeah. something like that. And you're just like, okay, so we we get the contrasting yeah. things, but none of them are ideal. No, no. I mean, obviously the ideal. You know, when they say like you hear two different sides of the story and the yeah. truth is somewhere in the middle. Like this is two very extreme cases of sex yeah and i think that you pointed out last time and like one of your theories is that marnie is going to have sex with yeah I don't, I don't know if we talked about this on uh on the pod on the but podcast. i i have a feeling that marnie's gonna hook up with adam at some point and i got that from like i got that vibe from just like her style and mm-hmm. him and a pilot and now this one contrasting that you're like you kind of want to see what yeah. would happen if the two of them that. Yeah, I didn't believe you when you first said it. You were like, I think that she's going to hook up with Adam. I was yeah. like, no way. And then watching this, I was like, th- if she does hook up with Adam, yeah. dude, I feel like such gossipy. <laughs> 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 if she does hook up with Adam. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to be changed people. Oh, this show is going to change our lives. <laughs> this, is, this, uh, this is it. If she does hook up with Adam, my theory is that she's going to hate it. Because she's like, oh, this is what I want. And then when she finally gets the real dirt and grime of it, she's going to be like, oh, my God, I feel terrible, like a used piece of trash. I need to go back to Charlie, who loves me. And then Charlie will have probably, Charlie's her boyfriend. Charlie's hurt, not going to do it, leaves. I lost a good thing. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that happens. We'll see. Well, I think it'll be interesting to see, for me, if they hooked up, it's going to be interesting to see how Hannah deals with it. That's the only thing. Just throw that wrench into that. But, But like, 
like I just don't. I will say that his Adam's line of like hey, you want a Gatorade after they have sex that got me. That that was pretty funny. He had he had another line there that was yeah the one a Gatorade. It was some other line later, probably later in the episode that I thought was funny. Oh, I think it's the next scene with him because yeah. after that sex scene, he comes back and. No, I, no, we're skipping over. Jessa is with uh, Shoshana. Yeah, and, and she's smoking talking. weed outside yeah. the window. And we're and we, that's when we learn that she's planning to get an abortion. Yeah, because uh, last episode, it was the yeah. big reveal that she's pregnant, yeah. which I said I don't believe is happening. You said you don't believe she's pregnant. I and... don't believe she's pregnant. Uh, anyway, so moving <laughs> on. I, I wrote down that this... One thing that I will say about this show is it is beautifully shot. It is very cinematic. The mm-hmm. colors are all very, just they pop. And the and I will say they do. Uh, the the apartments look like New York yes. apartments. I mean, they probably they filmed it in New York, but like yeah. the sets that they built are like exactly like New York apartments. Yeah, it, it's the same thing. The authenticity is pretty. Great. Broad City does that well too. Like, yeah, you're not in your friend's Seinfeld apartment building. <laughs> These are your <laughs> just. These are people in their 20-somethings. This is what your apartment looks like. Yeah, they got kind of shitty apartments. Like, that's all they can afford. But, uh, yeah, like, the color palettes are very good. And it's, like, all this soft lighting. It's Mm -hmm. just very pleasing to the eye. Yeah. And, you know, this episode, no one was eating anything. So I was very I was disappointed because I wanted (laughs) your reaction to someone eating. Dude, I watched somebody. I was watching a YouTube video today about photography. And one of the things that they were taking a picture of was a guy eating a cupcake and i turned i i think i found out that i hate watching people eat because it grossed me out so you're learning about yourself watching this show. yeah exactly and hopefully Dude, you know, how did the milk mustache later in this episode that was weird you? yeah that was weird but I, well, hold on, before we'll get, we get to, to that, that we'll get to that so they do the uh shoshana and jessa conversation getting an abortion mm-hmm. uh then we get back to adam driver and lena dunham that is the next thing that's going on, and uh, and she kind of and she kind of makes a reference to his like junky eleven year old yeah thing. Yeah, and he's like in the bedroom. He's like, what? He's like, like, what the fuck? Are you he completely about? as if he had blacked out that night. And yeah, like, has no recollection of that. Yeah, because she he asks her like, where are you going? She's like, uh, don't you know? I'm going home to covered in cum to my parents. Yeah. Remember, and it's your cum. I was like, he's okay, like, what? This is- <laughs> This is awkward, and, but it's like, and I funny. think it's interesting. Yeah, it's funny because it's interesting how like that's a big deal. Like it's, it matters so much more to her than it does to him. Like to him, yeah. it's like an afterthought. Like yeah. he doesn't care. We just. Have I mean, he's probably like, fucking so many other people, and he implies that. Yeah, because he's like, oh yeah, no girls ever asked me to. And I thought it was interesting because it ties into the pilot. Where she's like, hey, get a condom. And he's joking like, oh, maybe. Yeah. You know, and you're like, what? She's letting that happen? And then this episode, right in that scene, she's like, uh, yeah, you know, you like." she starts talking about Jessica getting abortion. Yeah. She's taking it lightly. And she's like, he's like, and she said something. Well, she was goes, like, oh, we're going to go get an abortion. And he was like, wow, that's a big fucking deal. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I don't think that we should portray it like that. Yeah. And, then and he, she feels, she actually feels like she has to defend herself at that moment because a person here who's making light of, like, kidnapping 11-year-olds and having sex with them is, like, an abortion is serious. And she's like, wait, I'm I'm the one that's not taking things seriously? Yeah. So then she has to, like, try to defend her rationale of it. 
Um, yeah, and that's when we get the reveal that Adam Driver's like, yeah, I never use condoms. And that's why it takes me 25 years to come when I'm having sex with you. <laughs> he also says, no girl's ever asked me to use condoms. Yeah. And then he's shocked that he even used one last night. Yeah. It's like, it's like, wow. Okay. She's like, we use condoms every time. He's like, oh, I guess we do. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, like, bro. This guy. I mean, he's playing that role, man. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't. Know I didn't know. I didn't know anything about. I just knew he was in the show. Yeah. I didn't know anything. About I didn't know anything about his character, and I was just, dude. He's so uncomfortable. Those conversations it's, make my skin crawl. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <sighs> um. But was. <laughs> oh, oh, I do love when he tries to comfort her. He has the line, "I'm totally fine, and you're turtle totally pretty." Yeah. <laughs> like just. Just the douchey is Yeah. Oh, and then man. It's like, yeah. It's like, don't try to kiss me. Don't try it's to kiss like, me. Oh, okay. Kiss me. It's yeah. like, God, dude, this guy. I got to say, so as awful. much as he's uncomfortable, you still want to. It's like you want him in a scene because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. He's a wild card. He's a wild card. And you got it. You need one of those sometimes. He's definitely an interesting I'm character. not rooting for her to stick with him. No, not I hope not. But yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like, get out of that. That's, that's I, well, that's working, what I you know? keep coming back to is, like, why would you go back? This yeah. guy is, like, such a douche, and, uh, like, you don't even seem to be enjoying the sex that you're having with him, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't get what the appeal is here. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, you got anything more on that, like, awkward conversation? Uh, no, no, that's... <laughs> no, that's about it on that one. Um so, so then we end up going uh, back to back to their apartment, and we see Marnie with her boyfriend in the morning. Yep, and they're having like an argument about like sometimes I just want you to fuck me, and he's like, "But I respect you too much." Yeah, and uh, I've honestly had that conversation sometimes with women that I've dated. Yeah, I've had it where because if it's a woman that you love, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, it's it, hard it's, to do disrespectful yeah. things to them. What Adam's doing to Hannah is because, oh, she's just one random yeah. chick. Like, he's not like, oh, man, this, this is isn't this the mother girl, of my children. children. Yeah, like, yeah. and <laughs> it's it's a weird thing because it's a hard balance to play in that. Because, mm-hmm. like, like you were saying earlier, if uh, Marnie does hook up with Adam, if that happens, she will be like, I do not want that extreme yeah. level yeah. of that. Like, that's <laughs> not what I was She just wants a little her. spice. There's a little bit of spice. But she also was like, kind of checked out on that relationship anyway so like she wants someone different that's yeah. what's been applied yeah i mean in the last episode, episode she was like yeah. she was like just be somebody else yeah and um, this one they're arguing yeah and she's like checked out for yeah. sure so she wants the role play that i'm sure hannah does not want on the other side yeah i wouldn't even say like role play she just wants a bit more like Harshness, like because the argument yeah. that they're having is like you're not a real man. Well, basically. she was saying uh, when he she she made fun of him when he's like, oh, when we made love, and she's like, no, I don't want love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's, I don't want you to make yeah, love. She, you yeah, mean, yeah. We, we, she's like, you mean when you fuck, fuck me? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's like, yo, <laughs> yeah. Charlie, you do gotta fucking nut up a little bit though. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, when she's calling you out on that, then yeah. you have to, you gotta do that. But he's just like, that's just not him. Yeah. And she knew that, like. It's not going to work out between them. It yeah, it's been four like, yeah. years. Oh, they've she, been together four years? That's, that's what they said. Okay. So it's been wow, four years yeah. that they've been together. So she's been with him since she was 19. And it's like, when he 
started having sex with her doggy style. It was like the first time he's ever done it. And he's yeah. just like, he wasn't even moving. No. He yeah. wasn't even like humping. He just went, put it in and went just like, oh God. <laughs> oh my God. This is so incredible. Yeah. But so I, I do appreciate the, I guess, dialogue about masculinity and like what makes a, a guy a guy because she's yeah. wanting more of like a, I don't give a fuck, like a cavalier yeah. kind of quote-unquote manly man like the stereotypical like mm-hmm. she's talking about like guys don't give a shit like they'll just do whatever and they yeah. don't care what i think about it like that's and what that's kind of what hannah tells her when she comes in she's like yeah you don't want that and then she and then marnie actually brings up the point when she's like well he shouldn't do that to you he's not your boyfriend yeah but i'm like that's why he does that exactly he's not her boyfriend and your boyfriend treats you with respect because he's not but the thing is, if she doesn't, she wants to be respected, but she also wants a little roughhousing in the yeah. bedroom. So he's got to like fulfill that need for her. Cause she, yeah. Because they've wants, been dating since like they, since they were 19. And what is she like, 20, 24? She said 23. Yeah. So like, yeah, she's hitting that like, all right. Too, it's too young to be like locked down that early. Yeah. Like, not, like she needs that like wild phase. I think every person needs a, like a little wild phase in their life. And yeah, if and you I think, don't get that out. It's gonna be. It's gonna come out at some point. Yeah, it feels like. It feels like Charlie is like set on like this is my wife, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but dude, what it cracked me up when he left and he was like, "All right, goodbye, ladies. I mean, sluts. You're a slut." <laughs> even though, <laughs> even though so what he said it was funny, like, man. like oh man, you could tell it like burns his tongue to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was funny. Like because Hannah walks in yeah. and she's just. <laughs> He's like, all right, goodbye, sluts. Yeah. You're a slut. She doesn't even really have a big reaction to it, no. too, which is great. But I will say, I had a big reaction to the refrigerator. Oh, yeah, the, the refrigerator. They, they balanced it out a little bit by putting a poster of butterflies. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't... At first, I saw it, when I saw it in the background, I was like, oh, they filled more magnets on it. And then there's a whole no, thing where there's she's no eating more yogurt or something at the fridge. There's eating. She does eat something at the fridge. Oh, yeah, she eats a yogurt. Yeah. Okay, I guess that um, wasn't that bad. But, yeah, because you're focused on the butterfly. Well, I was more focused on the, on the fridge, fridge at that point because yeah. you fucking brought up my brought up OCD shit about it. And I yeah. was like, oh, god damn, that's well, now so I'm gonna true. Be, like, I'm locked in on the fridge. I'm yeah, now I'm locked in on it yeah. too but also like who has a, like a printed out poster of a butterfly it was like it was a one of those uh, taxidermy type posters yeah. too. it wasn't like I don't think it was there in the last episode no it was, it, was, it was nothing there last episode yeah. I don't know if it was somewhere on set or anything but they just put it on the fridge now yeah, so it kind of balances out the weight at least if it was there I didn't notice yeah. probably because somebody was eating or some shit yeah. and I just couldn't stop doing it <laughs> paying attention uh, so so My I, question. Okay. This is what I have next. I don't know if I'm skipping a scene. Well, Hannah Googles uh, STDs Hannah Google right after in the bedroom and looks what, worries about what comes up on the sides of condoms. Yeah, that's something she keeps coming back to. In this episode. <laughs> like stuff, you know, the stuff that comes up on the sides. But uh, so then she calls Marnie, who's at work. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, hey, I think... While we're with Jessa, Jessa's getting an abortion. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to get an STD test. Can you make an appointment for me? And I was like, does she work at the... What does and, and Marnie to, do? And Marnie is sitting at a desk. Does she have a headset on? It looks like she's like, like she, a receptionist yeah, somewhere. And it's a guy in a background that looks like an intern stocking a fridge. Yeah. And I have no concept. No. What she does for a living. Why is she... 
It was like she was calling. It was like Hannah was calling Marnie as her personal assistant yeah, to that's schedule what... her an appointment. At that, and we haven't even at that point. I don't even know if we know that Marnie has scheduled the abortion. Yeah, like, did we? Did, we did let, Marnie schedule the abortion? Ma, ma, Marnie scheduled the abortion. She she arranged. Is everything. Marnie's just everyone's assistant in this? Room? I, <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> is she just sitting at this desk and just, she might have? I don't know. That could have been another apartment. You know? Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's no. just I, you, you got Hannah calling her and like, hey, set up an appointment for me to get my. Clam yeah. checked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Marnie's like, okay, I gotcha. It's like, wait, yeah. why is that your responsibility? Why can't Hannah Well, do there that? was a little debate of whether uh, Marnie needs to get checked too. And she's like, no, I've been with the same guy for this long, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was just like, okay. It's like, it was just so strange that they, and I don't think you have to go too deep into her job, but it wasn't like we saw her walk into an office sit down. Like, you literally just see her at a desk, mm-hmm. no one else, and a guy in the back. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. You, I know they're gonna show what she does at some point later in the in the series, but like I would love it if we never knew what Marnie did for a great work. running joke. And like every time yeah. you see her at work is a different office. Yeah, you just <laughs> yeah, just like someplace and she's Something just she yelling weird. at some like intern in the back. Yeah, she well she did yell yeah, at the yeah, intern. She was yeah. like, Stop listening. Yeah. It's like we're talking about oh, STDs and abortions and shit. Full like, volume. Number one, that's yeah. not professional to be doing. Yeah, is there anyone else around? Who knows? Who yeah. uh, dude. I don't know what the fuck. Is she the boss? Like, <sighs> whatever she does, she could apparently probably afford the apartment herself. Yeah, apparently, because yeah. Marnie doesn't have a job and yeah. she can still pay oh, rent. Yeah. So, so uh, after that, they I, meet up with Jessa and Shoshana. Finally, and Shoshana meets. More eating. They're eating Froyo or something on a bench. Yeah. 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 They're going to always be eating, man. Well, I feel like there wasn't a lot of eating of the Froyo because I just distinctly remember Hannah holding two of them and like everyone's just blabbing at yeah, each other. Yeah, they were ping-ponging back and forth. But uh, this is the point where I was like, oh, Shosanna's finally like in the crew. She finally met up with Hannah. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, they're there. Yeah, they're all, the all, they're all there except for Marnie. We still haven't had all four girls in the same room at the no, same time yet. definitely not. We have not had that at all. But uh, they're blabbing about some book mm-hmm. called, uh, what is it? Hello, Ladies or something. And it's like, Shoshana has this book about how a lady should act and how she should be treated and like mm-hmm. what's a date and all this stuff. And then everybody has like an issue with them. And like some of the points are good in the book where it's like, if he asks you to hang out, that's not a date. And I'm like, yeah. That, yeah probably you, not a date, but like a hangout. If he's always asking you to hang out, then it's a red flag. If it's the first time you're hanging out, yeah. sure. Yeah. A hangout pre date. One-on-one dating situations are not, are, it's super uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, so, like, if you can have someone lighten the tension by hanging out with a group of people, and you can, like, bounce back and forth a little bit, and then you do the one-on-one, so you got, at least you have, like, a little little info about like the person buff. before yeah, you go yeah. in. Like, you can be like, oh, yeah, I remember that part of that thing happened. Like, it's like when you go, it's like if you did dinner before a movie. You mm-hmm. do dinner after the movie just so you have at least that one common thread oh, okay. to, talk so about. to talk about. Yeah, like that's what the movie gives you. Okay. Yeah. All right, you're looking at me like you've been doing it the other way. I mean, everybody, it's always dinner in yeah. a movie. Oh, yeah, I think the dinner's got to come after the movie. That way you have the thing to talk about the movie. And Man, then... i got to have you on my other podcast, the Dating is Hard podcast, so you can oh, come up with these plug. theories. <laughs> everybody, check out the Dating is Hard podcast. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, review. <laughs> so people are tuning in this because they want to know about girls. Yeah, I know, right? Well, that does make sense now because then you yeah. can talk about it, see your thoughts. 
but yeah, they're talking about uh, all these rules for ladies, and then yeah. Jessa and Hannah. Jessa mainly has like mm-hmm. issues with all of them, yeah, and with good reason. Yeah. Like some of the points that Shoshana is reading from this book are bullshit. Yeah, and then Shoshana walks away, and like she's obviously upset because she's like, well, I need to get an abortion today or whatever. She's yeah. just like flipping her lid, and uh, which I also still don't think she's pregnant uh, <laughs> at this point. Um, so then she's like going on like on a rant about like I'm a woman I can do whatever I want because the book said like if you have sex doggy style the man doesn't respect you yeah and she was which like which ties into our opening scenes yes, which, exactly which is, which is well done well yes. crafted story the great so callback like, yeah. and uh, she's like if I want to get fucked doggy style I'll get fucked doggy style like I you're saying that I, <laughs> I don't... one of my favorite lines she's like what if I want to pretend I have udders yeah. <laughs> which, is like, which is so random I love it yeah. But it, that was a good, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, agency moment yeah. for all of them where they're like, you can't tell me that because I do this, I'm okay. not a lady. Yeah. And I feel like that's what this show in general is going to be kind of like yeah. doing. And it was like, I don't like women. Like, they later walk away and she's just talking to uh, Hannah mm-hmm. and, like, she's telling her that I don't, I don't like women telling other women how they have to act. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well, yeah. I was like, yeah. great points, great mm-hmm. points. Jessa, I'm liking you. And then yeah. she's like, I want to have babies with every member of every race and have yeah. all this like, like a union. <laughs> and that's what I wrote what? down. All right. Jessa's <laughs> fucking yeah. unstable now. Jessa's going to make some points throughout. But well, like, she was she's, bringing... gonna, she's making some points, but she's still going to be, I wasn't sure when she brought up the like, this is where she lost me. She said that going on dates is for lesbians. And I was like, well, all yeah. right, now Jessa, come on. Yeah, that was, a, that was a turning point. And then it's like, I do want to have kids. I want to have a baby with different men of different races. And I was just like, now you're overcompensating yeah. the abortion thing. But I get it. You can be emotional. You're about to have an abortion. Yeah. Um, Which I don't you, think is real. And I guess she's now, <laughs> which you don't think is real. And now she has to try to defend it to Hannah the same way Hannah was trying to defend the lightness of an abortion yeah. to Adam. There's so, a lot of yeah. defenseness, a lot yeah, of like, uh, yeah. self-consciousness and be like, fuck you, I can do whatever I want. And yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, the last thing I have on this is that uh, Jessa seems very unstable. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jessa's just that wild card uh, European cousin, you know? Yeah, I don't think Like road exists. trip style, you know, drop in. <laughs> Euro trip. Yeah. yeah All right. Euro trip. Moving on to the next thing that goes on on this episode with, that I have is that it's time for Hannah's job interview. Hannah has a big job yeah. interview, and lo and behold, who's it with? It is with famous comedian Mike Birbiglia. It is. It was like, oh, there. I was like, of course. We're going to see a bunch of people pop yeah. up on this show. I forgot, I forgot this New York-based show. You're going to get all the... All those New York yeah. comics. Well, I have heard like there are a bunch of like weird cameos in this show that, yeah. but I just don't really remember them yeah. and it's like foggy but then I was like oh Mike Birbiglia is in the The thing day. that's going to be my favorite is I always love seeing this like we're going to see people who are now famous like the Adam Driver like, thing yeah like, like famous gonna, for something else yeah like oh that person was like doing a bit role in this show yeah, like, yeah that's that's the joy of watching a show so many years later yeah so Mike Birbiglia is hosting Hannah for this job interview uh, did it say like what kind of company it was uh, publishing, writing, literary. It seemed like some kind one of, of those. bullshit white collar job, you know. Uh, yeah, it's something in her. It's something in her field of like, uh, writing and literature and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, not exactly sure what the job title is. Doesn't Who really cares? matter. Yeah, she's just trying to get a yeah. job, which yeah. is good. Yeah. Because 
last episode you're flipping a shit because you didn't yeah. want to have a good job. Yeah, that's fine. Like this is what we expect. Steps to happen. in the positive direction. Yeah. Thank you, Hannah. Yeah. Hannah Horvath. Uh, <laughs> thing I have written down here about this is the job interview is incredibly unprofessional. <laughs> it felt way more like a cop. Well, I feel like you've gone on more <clears throat> corporate job interviews than say I have. Like. I've gone on interviews. Well, it's definitely is unprofessional at a certain point yeah, for it, sure. But it, like I've been at it felt I've, very like they were flirting to yeah. me. Like it felt like a coffee date. Yeah. Well, I've done this trick, uh, which is weird and like I didn't mean to do it the first time, but it worked the first time. If you go to a job interview with like a book uh-huh. in your hand and like you put it down on the desk while you're like talking to them, they will eventually ask you about the book. And you'll start small talking about the book. And like they'll just be like, oh yeah, I read that, and just like blah 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 blah, and it just yeah. gives you. Yeah, well, I'm gonna bring Curious George next time. <laughs> like bring something like something not super obscure, but something that you are genuinely like. If if you're reading it or have some interest in it, that I'm gonna have to have like, you on my business tips podcast. <laughs> <laughs> business is hard. Podcast, you. Oh, but no, yeah, like I've gone to interviews and we just talk about random stuff like that. Okay, uh, like well, they were talking about Greenpoint and like their neighborhoods yeah, and like the bars, what bars you to. go to. And I feel like that's just like that easy small talk. Yeah. And then once we get to her looking, him looking over her resume, mm-hmm. which I think was fun. Yeah, it seems like she was a shoe in for this job. The guy like Mike Berbiglia was a big fan of her and yeah. it seemed like things were going well. Yeah. And then. Oh, in, in sitcom-y fashion, <laughs> yeah. in, in cable sitcom-y fashion, she makes a date rape yeah. joke, which so, is a really well-crafted date rape joke, I yeah, will say. It was. As a joke, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> the, so what happened was uh, Mike Birbiglia, they were talking about where they went to college. Mike mm-hmm. Birbiglia said that he went to Syracuse, and Hannah goes, <laughs> she goes, oh, that's really interesting that... You went to Syracuse because I read a statistic that said that date rape was like a huge problem at Syracuse until the year you graduated. And it, everything gets real and quiet gets right quiet, there. And it's just like... And at that moment, were you thinking he was going to like laugh or make another joke off of it? Or did you think it was going to go downhill? I knew it was going to go downhill. I thought he was going to like straight face it for a little bit and then, and mm. then like come out and say something. I think this is a great scene, though. Of, it's a like, great scene. Uncomfortableness, because yeah. then it's that silence, and then she goes, oh, "That was a joke about how you're a date rapist, basically." Yeah. <laughs> and and then, it was like, "I don't know what you think is appropriate." Yeah. <laughs> and I would say, like, that's a joke you you shouldn't make in a workplace, but a joke that if you're making in a workplace in 2012. Yeah. You have to do it with a person that you know. Yeah, that's for really well. Like months. they know that this joke is coming, and it's like it's still not a joke you should really make ever. Yeah, like, maybe maybe like a happy hour joke after work. Yeah, but definitely not in the office. It's a joke you don't make with coworkers, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's a joke you make at a party with friends, and you got to be really. Well, also, Mike Birbiglia yeah. seems so much older than her too. Yeah. So I would say it's also something like. Someone around your age, maybe too. Yeah, but it was just like, yeah, yeah that does not fly. <laughs> like right now, Charles Barkley is getting a lot of flack for uh, chalkies. Yeah, Charles Barkley. He uh, he was talking to some reporter. He's like, I don't hit women, but I I want to hit you or something for like <laughs> to some reporter. Jesus. And like, it's one of those things where like you could have probably gotten away with saying that in like peak 
Charlie. Yeah, yeah. 80s, 90s stuff. But like right now, like just saying that just does not. And it's fine. We got to get rid of that in the. We can't just have. That's the thing. The jokes make light of it, which makes it okay. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Once you get rid of that, then you can like start rebuilding and like. Get back yeah, to normal. It's a very touchy subject. Yeah. But like, it's interesting that she's bringing up. Like, oh, yeah. She's, and she does it apropos of nothing. Yeah. Like, there's not a moment where he's like, oh, I just beat you with a joke. Time for you to hit a joke back. He's like looking at her resume. All she had to do is shake his hand and she got the job, yeah. basically. It's just a formality. Then and she just, just went right for it. She didn't put her foot in her mouth. She put her foot in her throat, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, fucking like, up to the knee. God. Like, yeah. Uh, it's what a risk, but you know, sometimes you gotta take that swing. When I you guess. have that joke, when you have that joke locked and loaded, <laughs> she would have hated herself for not saying it. Exactly. Now, do you got anything else for this right here? No, no. Are we moving no. on? Yeah. I don't know what happened next, but I just wrote, I hate Jessa. <laughs> well, what happens next is Jessa, instead of going to her abortion, Walks into a bar. Oh, yeah. She walks into a bar and says, Maybe these, things, she said, these things never start on time anyway. <laughs> the thing that she's referring to is her own abortion. <laughs> I love her walking into the bar asking what time it is to the bartender. Yeah. She has a f- cell phone. Which is just funny because later a guy walks in and asks, do you have a pay phone? And the bartender's like, what? Why would we have a pay phone? <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then Jessica gives him her phone so you can call i'm like that phone could have solved both questions when you walked in here yep. you could have found out the time yep and there's no explanation why this one guy does not have a phone it's 2012 i mean he would have had a cell phone yeah it could have been not charged but also like anyway. pay phones like barely exist in new york at all anymore that bar that bar would have had a phone though they wouldn't have they had would a pay have phone. Had a they would have just had a regular phone. Yeah, they would have had a regular, regular they would phone. Have a pay phone? Yeah, inside? No. No. Okay. If they <laughs> did, it would like lead to a secret hot dog restaurant. Yeah. Or something. You, pull the, <laughs> yeah. you pull the phone and That's say a secret password. That's a deep cut for you New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> That's for all the Williamsburg New Yorkers listening and all that shit in East Village. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> so while jessa is at this bar but she gets a white russian getting a white just, russian just skipping out on the abortion not really karen uh all the other girls are waiting for her at the clinic mm-hmm. uh marnie and hannah have some kind of conversation about stds who knows uh yeah they're at the clinic they're talking about like i don't really remember exactly what they talked about in that first scene yeah the first one I don't the first really scene remember. uh but they're just like talking about getting tested and marnie's like, I feel like all of these intercut so we can, like, kind of just bump them all together. Yeah. Like, the Jess at the bar scene gets intercut with Marnie and Hannah and mm-hmm. Shoshana at the at the set clinic. Basically, at the uh, at the clinic, um, Marnie starts <laughs> says one of the funniest things where, like, she's upset that Jess is ruining this abortion that she yeah, paid for. That was a great line <laughs> which is so about, funny. like, I threw a great abortion. Yeah, and then Hannah calls her out on it, yeah. which is like, okay, these guys are friends. And yeah. we learned that they've been friends since, or at least she's known her since she was 10. Yeah. At least. Well, that's what I'm confused about with Shoshana. Shoshana is, like, the most confusing character for me because it seems like none of them know anything about her. And it doesn't seem like any of them necessarily like her. Yeah, is she only their friend because... She stays. That's where Jessa stays when she visits. Maybe I. It's, and, it and could Jessa be like one of those is things. from there. She doesn't live in New York. Yeah, I I have no idea. Yeah, because because none of them know. 
Like, none of them know that she's a virgin, which I could fucking figure it out. Would, it would make sense if, and I mean, they're they're kind of alluding to that when she's talking about the uh, the book, the yeah. lady's book at, in the park. But it was one of those things where if she was like a neighbor, she would be in the vicinity and yeah, she came over a lot. But I feel like these, she lives in a whole group. different part of town, too. Almost. Yeah. Like, I, I think she's going to be the X Factor wild card of one of the best characters. Like, one of the... Yeah fun characters to deal with like she's that almost voice of reason outside perspective person that you that you have to have in something like that you know all i have written down here is what is shoshana's deal she's a child <laughs> i just don't I, i'm so confused by her she's well, what is she 22 like, she's a couple know. years younger than them, i think yeah, yeah she said she's 22 okay so she's a year year or so year, younger year than two younger um I, yeah i don't know i think it's interesting because we, I could see Hannah knowing her and then Marnie not because Marnie's just like Hannah's friend. But like they seem like they're all, yeah, it's all, it's still a little vague of yeah. how she fits into the crew. I could see how like Hannah would enjoy like hanging out with her and Marnie's just constantly pissed by her. Yeah. Because she's just like such a naive kind of idiot yeah. person, like ditzy, but uh, she's well-intentioned at least. Like, I mean... She made a joke at, not necessarily a joke, she, the joke was, they're at the STD clinic, and she says, oh yeah, we're going to get a sex check. It's going to be cool. Like, yeah. you get to have sex with someone, and then they ask about it, or a sex Yeah, check. she makes that joke really close to the, the reveal. reveal. And which, like, I thought if she made that joke on the bench when they were eating Froyo or something, that would be interesting, like, teaser for it. Yeah. But she said that, and it, was, it is really weird. Like, yeah, I was the, like... What she said in there. What? Like, oh, and then you like... Then when they reveal, which we're like, we haven't dove too deep into, when she reveals that she is a virgin, it's just to Marnie. Yeah. Hannah's already gone in mm-hmm. to get her uh, STD check. And, and Marnie says... Like, she doesn't really know how to react to it. She asks her, oh, have you given a blowjob before? And then she's like, yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah. And then she's just like, sex is overrated. And I, then I, the like when is- she, I, I love when she said, I was about to give a blowjob, but it was in the woods and it was spooky. <laughs> yes. And, and Marty doesn't know what to do yeah. right here. So she says, I hit a puppy once <laughs> when I had my learner's permit. And you're like, Okay, and yeah, that's the scene. Right yeah, that's the scene. Like, that's just her relating <laughs> to a virgin. Like, yeah. Like, what? Hitting a puppy is not related to not having sex. No. Not equivalent. Whatsoever. Not at all. But I do understand, because Shoshana is like, I'm a virgin, you probably think I'm a loser. Yeah. And I could understand like, yeah. that. Because Marnie seems like so put together, and like, I've got my life together, and like, this is how you do things, blah, 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 blah. Well, really what it goes back to is that when we first meet Shoshana, she has... Sex in the City poster and just talking about Sex in the City. Yeah. So she's ingested that shell. Mm-hmm. And like for her being a virgin, she's just like, I haven't, like the, all of her like sex stuff has come from that book, high, that lady's book mm-hmm. that she has and like Sex in the City. Like she has no frame of reference of her own of what like a sexual relationship is. Yeah. And she's also probably feeling like a huge loser when she's watching like Sex in the City was like this iconic like. Yes, finally. Well, how do you not know what an STD test is? Well, I think she was just at that point was saying it as like, I would love to even be in a position where I needed to get an STD check. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think she was saying it as like, what is an STD check? I don't think she's that clueless, you know? 
I don't know. It seemed to me like she was that clueless. That's why I wrote down that she's like a child. Because take yourself back to being a twenty-two-year-old virgin, Joe. Uh, <laughs> and and the thought process. That ain't me. That ain't me, Chief. <laughs> and the thought process that would go to when you're like in a in a clinic where your friend's getting checked for STDs, another one's about to ha- like have an abortion. And yeah. You're just like you're the one, Bruh. and she's the out, she's the odd one out anyway. Yeah. Just in the circle. Well, like I re- so like she's just. It's one of those things where, like, a kid wanting to play, like, it's weird, like, a kid wanting to play with his older cousins, and everyone's playing at sport, and you're too little to play it. Like, she's like, I'm not even on the same fit. Like, I can't even have conversations with him about this. Yeah. Because I haven't done it. Like, she would love to just be a part. Like, Sex and the City was all about having sex with people and sitting at a table and talking about it. Yeah. She can't do that. That's and, true. And she's, she's just on the outs right there. So that's well, a to way me, too deep dive into Shoshana. Well, to but, yeah. me... After two episodes, yeah. we're like giving her figure, a character like the next episode, she like gets killed off or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's in those posters. There's four of them. Uh, but to me, it seems like none of them understand sex or how it works at all. Like none of them are, it seems like none of them have a grasp of like how STDs work and how you get pregnant and like, like. Mo- oh, that you can get pregnant with a condom. Yeah, like Hannah yeah. like doesn't. Yeah. She, she keeps referring to it as, like, the stuff that comes out the side. Yeah. And Shoshana's a virgin, so she doesn't yeah. know what she's talking about. And Marnie seems like the one that's, like, most on top of things. But even she seems like she doesn't have a grasp of and it. We, and we skipped over something with Marnie. And when she's talking, like, she she's thinking that she's barren because she hasn't been, like, yeah, she hasn't been using condoms regularly and, like, hasn't played the safe sex game. Which you would think she would be yeah. the character that she is. And, like, that she was, like, oh, like, she's almost, was she almost envious that, like, Jessa was almost, like, having, like, a it possibility? Yeah. Like, which was interesting. And it's just, like. She was, like, maybe I'm barren. And maybe then I'm barren. Hannah like, was, like, well, maybe Charlie has a low sperm count. And she's, like, well, Charlie no, definitely has a low sperm count. He's not a it's man's like, man. This guy is getting <laughs> kicked, dude. I, know. I think it's going to come. Here's my theory. This okay. is a side theory from your theory. I feel like... My theory like of Adam. Of she's going to hook up with Adam. Yeah, just, just as and much that, as like one night. That could also coincide with my theory now. Okay. We got theories for an old show. Let's I go. feel like maybe Charlie is like a freak. Like at, later on, he'll probably become like some kind of kink dom mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he's... I'm just... This just we're just going to throw some wild speculation. You're, I'm going to let this be your theory. Yeah. Uh... He's going to become some kind of kink dom thing just to try to impress her or whatever. Yeah. And then he just, like, then he can't have sex without, like, a gag in his mouth or some shit. <laughs> so he's going to go off the deep end, man. So your theory is that's going to happen, but not, you don't believe that Marnie could just start falling for Adam Driver's character? No. Okay. I think that she wants... Uh, it, it, it's more plausible for for Charlie to just go complete sex maniac style and... Instead here's, of Marnie doing Here's it. the trajectory of this that I'm going to fit in Marnie having sex with Adam, all right? So Charlie goes on. This is how I People do. are loving this because they already know. <laughs> yeah, they already know what happens. So this is just listening to this speculation. nonsense. <laughs> this show is so old. <laughs> They're like, why am I listening to that? <laughs> I know what happens in this theory, but go for it. <laughs> okay. So Marnie and Charlie kind of like break up, right? Or they, they start to have, like, an open relationship or something, all right? 
Marnie has sex with Adam. She realizes she doesn't like to be treated like a whore or whatever, how Adam fucks Hannah. Mm-hmm. Charlie goes on his own exploration that we follow because he wants to be more of like a man and like dominant for yeah. Marnie. And through his experiences, he starts to get like into like S&M kind of shit, like Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> shit. And then so, <clears throat> so Marnie comes back to Charlie being like, I miss you. Like, I kn- you were the right guy. How is she even talking to him with the gimp mask on? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes back after like fucking Adam, let's say three times. Ooh, okay. Three times. Three Got times. Right. Uh, maybe once. Between one and three times. Okay. She comes back to Charlie's like, I don't like how this guy's treating me. Blah, 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 blah. I, I, I need you back in my life. And he's like, well, that's interesting because I've been doing some research into the stuff that you were talking about. And I'm a whole new Charlie. And then so Charlie starts some having research <laughs> the doggy style that you've been talking about. <laughs> so, I want to see that montage of him flipping through books and looking at porn and taking notes. So she comes back. And then he's like, well, I'm, I'm a brand new Charlie. And then they start fucking and he starts fucking her like disrespectfully. Okay. And she's like, oh, no, my sweet Charlie has been ruined because of my actions, because I wanted him to man up and be more freaky and spice it up. And he just went off the deep end. And now she's not satisfied with Charlie either. And she only has herself to blame. OK, that um, I don't see that happening, but yeah. <laughs> I don't see that happening at all, but okay. You can see how it's plausible. At yeah, point. anything is plausible two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about fucking Charlie. I don't know anything about um, Marty. Let's, let's get let's get back. Let's get back to Jessa. Let's get back to the wild. Let's get back to Jessa. Uh, so okay, yeah. Jessa's at the bar. Jessa's at the bar. Guy walks in. He needs to use a payphone. Twenty twelve, baby. He needs to use a payphone. Can't. Nope. Has and then uh, Jessa ends up uh, giving. Her cell phone to him. He yep. makes a phone call. Says, "Oh, you she got a bunch a weird of weird milk messages. mustache." Uh, yeah, she's drinking White Russians, and she makes the most like generic phone call ever. Yeah. Hey, I'm just calling. I'll let you call you back later. I also later. think this is a setup. I think that's fucking fake call. I don't believe he actually called his mom to be like, "Hey, just wanted to make sure you're okay." Like, you oh think gosh. he? You think he's taken in her? I think that. <laughs> you think that's a I plan? think that guy. <laughs> He's like, meet me at the bar. I found one. No, that's like the most bullshit phone call. He's like, hey, uh, mom, uh, it's whatever. It's I just Jake chalked that whatever. up to being like. I just wanted to call and let you know that I'm okay or like yeah. I hope that you're okay and I'll talk to you later. It's like, how is she going to get into contact with me? That's well, not I just feel like I just feel like that's a com- it's a character we're never going to see again. Yeah. And they just were like, here, just we need him to have a reason to have a phone call to talk to her. Yeah, and, then he asked, and then he asked like. That's just bad writing. The, or of, conspiracy of, theory Joe's hats on again. Yeah, yeah. That was a I, fake phone call. I think call. it was one of those non-consequential. They probably didn't even write lines for him. They were like, here, just call your mom, say something. Yeah. Who knows? But then he looks at her and goes like, what are you drinking, milk? And she's like, No, yeah. she goes, he goes, what are you drinking? And she says, milk. milk. And then they cut to close-up face, milk mustache, smile, Gross. flirtation. Bad teeth. <laughs> of course, bad teeth. She's British. <laughs> is she is she where is she from actually? who the fuck knows dude uh yeah okay um, i'm more into my theories now <laughs> I'm in let's my get theory away from the and get into the actual meat of the show so they end up hooking up in the bathroom of that yeah. empty bar 
Mm-hmm. While everyone's still waiting, it's been an hour since uh, her abortion was supposed yeah. to happen. It's two fifteen. Shoshana's calling her, and Marnie's like, "It's really rude that you're late to your abortion." Blah blah blah. Um, so they're they're, in there. they're hooking up in the bathroom. Yeah, and uh, he starts uh, fingering her, and comes back, and he's blood on the fingertips. He's like, "You're bleeding," mm-hmm. and she looks at it, and she is overjoyed, and starts making out with him harder. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Before that, she, he, she goes, stick your hand down my pants. And he goes, what, like this? And then she goes, don't ever fucking ask me that again. Yeah. It's like, what? She's the wow, Adam in this dude. situation. She's, she's she, the Adam. She's, uh, she's the, uh, what is it, Samantha? Sex I don't know, I never watched it. Well, I've seen like five episodes. That's the next podcast after this one. Uh, you can do that one. <laughs> yeah, you can do that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, um, like, so, so, so that's the thing where she is on her Period. Right? That's what so, I was thinking. So she, and then she, my period, period was came. proven right. She wasn't pregnant at all. So your theory, though, was that she was lying about it and knew that she wasn't pregnant, right? Yeah. I I think her period was late. Because there is a conversation with Marnie and yeah, about, Hannah talking about periods. And like Marnie's like, my period comes exactly at the same time every month. Yeah, and and Hannah's, like, like, Hannah's like, I never know when my period's happening. Yeah. All my underwear is stained. Because of it. like, God damn, dude. Get it's fine. Right. You're, you're, you're gonna get those jokes in the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm you're not. Ju- one. Like, oh, you're judging her as a person out cleaning. Her. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. I understand period jokes. Like yeah. that's par for the course. Yeah. This is a women's show. But uh, <laughs> like the the image of her underwear with stains on them just grossed me out so much. Yeah, it's always gonna gross you out, you know. But this this is workaholics. You're gonna get shit stained jokes. I hate, so I hate workaholics too. So, so um, after the reveal of the period blood or whatever's so, happening. Yeah, like I, my initial when it happened, I was like, just like, because we were talking about abortions, and then I was just thinking she, uh, she like lost the baby. That's what thing. I kind of thought. And I was like, no, they're not going that. Like, she's not like. That'd be heavy for episode two. Yeah, what is that? Well, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called. She's. Uh, miscarriage? Yeah, I thought she was having. I was like, they're not going miscarriage. Like, because she would probably react a little differently and she couldn't have miscarried that early probably i don't know what i don't know what stage it is uh, yeah whatever we'll probably learn wait how long has she been pregnant it would have had to have been a couple months i have no idea dude Two, okay whatever she's got a period she's not pregnant we won't even there's blood coming from her vagina there's blood coming which also could, like yeah that could be a, a bunch of different things. yeah yeah uh, which i thought we were going to wrap up this episode with a wrap-up of like what that was or a little bit of a payoff yeah but instead we go what we wrap up on is fucking hannah getting checked and she's basically running a a, a stand-up set on the doctor <laughs> about aids yeah she has a big fear of hiv yeah which turns to aids because she's not an idiot yeah uh and she's uh marnie brings that up and they talk about that before she goes in to get their checkup with the doctor mm-hmm. and she goes and then when she's like on the table she just goes on a full soliloquy yeah she runs like a three to four minute set of like stand-up <laughs> you think like, mike was just gonna drop it down felt the like ceiling. this is was her act a little like she it, this felt like before she wrote this show she did this act on stage as a stand-up yeah. and she found some way to squeeze it into her tv yeah. show and it just goes on for a long time the doctor is- doesn't react at all <laughs> and then the doctor checks her out a little bit and she goes on about, oh, because she's afraid, like, the doctor gives her some real statistics on HIV, and she's worried, like, 
oh, if I have AIDS, that means I'm going to die or yeah. whatever. And she's like, no, not necessarily. Yeah. And then she's like, you couldn't pay me enough to be 24 again. Yeah. And, and that... she goes, they don't pay me at all. Yep. And you're like, okay. And like, it ends with the overhead shot looking down at her as she's getting, uh, getting her getting checked out. Vagina inspected. Yeah. And then cut to credits. Cut to credits. I was like, what? Yeah. Just going to leave me like that? And it was like interesting because it left there where I was like, Hannah getting checked for STDs was her own like neuroses. Yeah. Of like, well, she ended it with being like, maybe I just want to get AIDS. And the doctor was like, you, you don't do want not want to get AIDS, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know wh- which way to actually take that I line. Know, man. But I, I just felt like the, the story seemed like it was more, like it opened with her sex scene and Marnie's sex scene and then like the abortion coming. And it just seemed like it became less about, I know it's Hannah's story overall because she's this, she's starved, but it just felt like finding out if she had no STDs would have been like the payoff because yeah. she kind of brought us all up on herself. Like a, a little bit. Well, also Adam was like, I don't use condoms with girls. And yeah. she's so aloof. Like, yeah. Doesn't. Like, so she's worried about the stuff coming up on the sides, which the doctor's like, you mean semen? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it just seemed weird that it wouldn't just like pay off. Like, cause this isn't like a cliffhanger where next episode I'm wondering, does she have an yeah. STD? Like, I'm, it didn't feel like a cliffhanger. It just felt like, incomplete yeah. to me, at least. Yeah. And at least the pilot like left a lot for you to say, okay, I, I kind of know what this show's going to be, but I'm interested to see her go through traversing life. And yeah. This. But this one, doesn't, this one doesn't leave you with, like, I got to see what happens next. I kind of want to see Marnie yell at uh, Jessa. Yeah, I really want to see that because Jessa's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then she can like, were you not pregnant? Like, I just, I'm interested to see that, but that wasn't where we like left off at. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's episode two, everybody. Vagina panic. You yeah, got any I final have, thoughts? Um, no, I'm happy they got the fridge situation. Uh, yeah, we got that under control. We got that figured out. We're going to keep an eye on fridge situation going on. I'm gonna fucking definitely pay more attention if people are eating. Yeah, I will keep Lord. track of the food. Good eating. Lord, dude. That first episode where she's eating spaghetti was so disgusting to me. Eh, didn't bother me at all. <sighs> <sighs> all right. Well, think that. Wait, wait, what do you think? Uh, before we go, what do you. Are you. What do you. Does this live up to anything that you thought possible on the show? Like, what, what did you think coming in? Like, we're only two episodes in, but. So, at the beginning of the this episode you said that you felt like this episode was a miss and for me it was a hit until the ending yeah like i thought it was a pretty good episode there were funny jokes in it like i cracked up a couple times yeah but then it was just like oh it's over like it it just didn't seem done yeah i guess that's when like like when i started this was my initial reaction just having watched it and it kind of leaves you with a little letdown yeah like and i I not let down as in like it's sad it's not upbeat it's not like teasery it just felt like you said incomplete yeah so that's why i was like it's kind of a mess because the pilot it was like oh you might not like this or that but you stole our invest in it wasn't enough to be like no i'm not gonna watch the next episode yeah um and i feel like the show like in talking about it they did a lot of good stuff paralleling yeah i mean there was a Arnie. good like it's really well crafted it's very show. well weaved yeah. together i think it's yeah there's a good episode uh 
all the characters like I like Marnie. Yeah. I like Shoshana. I, I like Hannah. I want to find more about her. Yeah. I want to fucking slam Jess's head into a wall for just Jess being a selfish really... prick. She's such a bitch, a selfish asshole. I do not like her at all. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I can't even come up with a good theory for where her character's going because yeah. I hope that she just gets killed off in the show. I just do not enjoy her. She's fucking abusing and her friends. It's, yeah, it's she's interesting like, to see her balance with Shoshana, her cousin, who's yeah, so like she's so sweet. innocent and sweet and like naive in a good way, and like in a way like you you should be naive since you don't know these things. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Adam. I think Adam's a weirdo. No, yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued to watch him like you're intrigued I see... to watch characters on film and TV that are so strange that you don't want to ever know them in real life, yeah. but you want to watch them from afar. You just hope that it doesn't inflict too much harm on the on Hannah. I mainly but, uh, want to see him interact with other people. Yes. Because right now it's just his, his And there's scenes... no reason for him to. No, there's no reason yeah. at all. Uh, but right now she's just friends with benefits with him. Yep. And he's only in it when she's fucking him. I'm I'm pretty sure that they're gonna like start dating because he's like a recurring character in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh I wanna I'm looking forward to see him interact with Marty and like how yeah. weird he is yeah. and Marnie's just gonna be like, You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And per your theory, she's gonna be like, You're a fucking idiot and I can't believe I fucked you. <laughs> <laughs> I like Charlie. I just don't think Charlie's right for Marnie. Oh, Charlie's so hard to watch. <laughs> it's just painful because yeah. he's so like uh, earnest and sweet, and yeah. uh, you just know it's going down the yeah. toilet for him. <laughs> it's like the yeah, it's like almost the Fleabag situation. I don't know if you ever seen I've that show, but Fleabag. it's like her Hers boyfriend really early in it like has some interesting. He's kind of close to where this Charlie character is. Uh, yeah. So unfortunate. Yeah. Like I feel bad for him, but like, but all the characters have their own thing. No, it's yeah. no, no characters are like, oh, that's basically the same person. Like everyone's, and that much of it is like, all right, I'm willing to. I can't wait to see all four of the girls in the same scene. Yeah, together. we've yet to see yeah. that. They're where they're all hanging out because yeah. Jessa blew off her own abortion, so yeah. they just left the three other girls hanging. It was. Weird. I'm kind of okay them not having their first scene of all four of them together in an abortion in that would clinic. be so feminist wouldn't it though Vance? <laughs> <laughs> i got nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with it, but it would be that. very on brand i feel like yeah based on the articles i've read about lena dunham and the opinions that she's shared okay well we'll have to dive into those on a different episode yeah that'll be like the aftermath episodes yeah. uh, like where where lena dunham and where are all these people now yeah <laughs> Behind the music. <laughs> Anything right. else? No, I think I Should think we wrap we, it up? I think we we hit it all. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to Boys Watching Girls. This has been episode two, Vagina Panic. Look forward to next week's episode. What's the title of this one? Episode three is titled All Adventurous Women Do. Okay. I'm all right, that's all I needed for a teaser. Yeah, there you go. You didn't need to have the the I didn't need the doctor. Anti- nope. All you just need to know is all adventurous women do. Yes. All right. Well, this has been Boys Watching Girls. I've been Joe Welke. I'm Vance. Thanks for stopping by and listening.